Lecture Topic 28th Ramadan Night Main Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-lazeen astafa Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم سبعه يضلهم الله في ظله يوم لا ظل الا ظله امام عادل وشاب نشا في عباده الله عز وجل ورجل قلبه معلق بالمسجد ورجلان تحابا في الله اجتمعا عليه وتفرقا عليه ورجل دعته امراه ذات حسب وجمال فقال اني اخاف الله ورجل تصدق بصدقه فاخفاها حتى لا تعلم شماله ما تنفق يمينه ورجل ذكر الله خاليا ففاضت عيناه او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مصفتوا علماء الكرام برادرز اند ايلدرز افتر ذا تراوي صلاه hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam came up in the discussion so inshallah we'll continue discussing the same hadith sharif allah taala make it a means of benefit for me and for all of us in this hadith sharif rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentions the seven categories of people that will be afforded the shade of the arsh of allah taala on the day of qiyamah The day of Qiyamah in the Quran Sharif has been described in many many places what will be the scene on the day of Qiyamah Yawma yafirru al-mar'u min akhi wa ummihi wa abihi wa sahibatihi wa banihi likulli imri'in minhum yawma idhin sha'nu yughni that every person will be fleeing away from the other meaning nobody will have anything to do with anyone else every person will be worried about himself because the scene of qiyamah will be so terrifying and the fear and the concern and the anxiety of what will be the outcome where i will head this will be so overwhelming upon each person that even the father won't be concerned about the son the son won't be concerned about the father the mother won't be concerned about her own child and the child won't be concerned about his mother spouses will forget one another every person likullim diim yawma idhin sha'nu yughni each person will be worried about himself and this is the time when every person will be saying nafsi nafsi worrying about himself rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that personality will be saying ummati ummati he will be worried about his ummah way and how his ummah will fare how they will pass this moment So in any case this will be a very very difficult time it will be a time when people as discussed earlier after tarawi that people will be even some will be so to say drowning in their own perspiration 
because the sun will be just above the heads of people. Can we imagine the intensity of the heat of that day? And all the various other difficulties have been described in the Quran Sharif, how people will be in such a, in the Hadith Sharif, etc., that how people will be in such torment and agony on that day, that eventually they would go to the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, starting off from Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, that please intercede to Allah Ta'ala to at least commence with the accountability, with the taking of the hisab and kitab. Some would even think in this way that it doesn't matter where we finish off later, but at least we get past this. This has become too much. Whereas, this would be nothing compared to what a person would face if he finished off in Jahannam. But that would become so difficult for that moment. And they would go to Adam salam, and he would excuse himself. And he'll say, you go and ask Nuh salam, I can't do this today. And Nuh salam will send them off to another Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. And in this way, they will be passed on from one Nabi to another until they will eventually come to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam will say, yes, this is what I will intercede. And he will come and fall in sajda in front of the arsh of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And he will perform a very lengthy sajda. And praise Allah ta'ala with such praises which Rasulullah sallallahu himself says, that فَأَحْمَدُهُ بِمَحَامِدَ لَمْ يَحْدُرْنِ الْآنِ I will praise Allah Ta'ala with such praises which even I am not aware of right now. Allah will inspire it in my heart. And after this very lengthy sajda, Allah Ta'ala will command Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ya Muhammad, irfa' ra'asak, sal tu'ta' washfa' tushaffa' O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, raise your head now. Ask what you ask, you will be granted. What intercession you present will be accepted. And then this intercession will be presented for the Hisab Kitab to commence. So in any case, this is how difficult that day will be. Allah Ta'ala save us from the difficulty of that day. And in the midst of all this difficulty that people will experience, but there will be those fortunate souls. Those fortunate souls who Allah Ta'ala will bless them with a space under the shade of the Arsh on the day of Qiyamah. So what is any VIP lounge and what is some special treatment and somebody being given very, very, very important person status, all these things, trimmings and trappings of dunya, all this is not even, cannot even be compared like a speck of dust compared to what will be the VIP status of being under the shade of the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. It is beyond our comprehension. Allah Ta'ala take us there. But to get there, we have to put ourselves into one of these categories. The Sahaba Kiram, when they heard these kind of ahadith, it never ever crossed their minds that one can continue with his life in just any way, but just make sure that he does one of these things that he puts himself into one of these categories, then it doesn't matter what he does, apart from that, that was the last thing that crossed their minds because they knew that never is what is meant. These are things on top of the fulfillment of the fundamentals of deen and staying away from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. So a person has fulfilled what Allah Ta'ala wants from him. He is fulfilling his faraiz, his wajibat, his sunan. And he is staying away from sin and haram. 
if Allah forbid there was a mistake, is making sincere tawbah, then such a person now together with that, he has excelled in one of these things, or he has fitted himself into one of these categories, so now he stands to gain this very great honor on the day of Qiyamah. So the first category that Rasulullah mentions, Imamun Adilun, a just ruler. A just ruler, so primarily this would relate to a person who is ruling over a country, ruling over subjects, but, and obviously it applies to him, that he rules with justice, he is not committing oppression and zulm on anyone. But then in whichever category somebody may have some authority over others, then in some, in some extent, to some extent, he too is an imam, he is a person in authority. Whether it is a father over his children, whether it is an employer over his employees, whether it is a teacher over his students, whichever capacity, so the primary mention here is about the ruler of a country, but in various ways all this falls in that in some, to some degree. Now the issue is what extent of justice does a person uphold wherever he has been vested with some authority. So that authority, is he using it correctly or he is using it like some kind of weapon? And he is committing oppression and injustice. Injustice and zulm is a very serious matter. The akhirat is a very serious matter. Zulm zulumatun yawm al It will be darknesses, the plural. And in darkness a person doesn't know where he is heading. And on the day of Qiyamah, if he is in darkness, where he will finish off. So meaning that it will lead to the darknesses of Jahannam, Allah forbid. And zulm is such a thing that brings its consequences very quickly in dunya also. What is in store in the akhirat? That is in the akhirat. But zulm brings its consequences in dunya as well. Allah Ta'ala gives respite. That a person makes amends. But if things continue in the same cycle, Allah forbid it catches up then. And then when it catches up, Allah Ta'ala protects us. So this is a very very important aspect to always bear in mind. Hazrat when discussing this Hadith Sharif as a secondary meaning, not the primary meaning, but as a secondary meaning, he used to also explain something on a, on a different note. You know, some person might think that I am not ruling over anybody or anything. So it means that I am unable to acquire this great virtue, Imamun Adilun. That is to say that each person, he is the Imam and the ruler over his own body. All the limbs and organs are the various provinces and the heart is the capital. Now he is the ruler and how does he rule over this? Is he fulfilling what Allah Ta'ala wants him to do? Is he just to the eyes by using it correctly? Because by misusing it, he's committing zulm on his own eyes. Like a person commits shirk, he's committing zulm. Inna shirk ala zulmun azim. So he's committing zulm upon himself. So likewise, he's using his eyes correctly. Now this is, he's ruling over this with justice. And he's using his ears correctly. So he's ruling over this with justice. And if this person is doing what Allah Ta'ala wants, 
in terms of how he uses his limbs and faculties, inshallah in some way he'll also get included in this. Imamun Adinu. Then the second category, Shabun Nashafi Ibadatillahi Azza wa Jal. We discussed this after Tarawih, that what is the great reward for those who give their youth to Allah Ta'ala. How Allah loves this, how dearly Allah loves this. So, Shabun Nashafi Ibadatillahi Azza wa Jal. The third category, Rajulun Qalbuhu Mu'allakun Bil Masjid. That person whose heart is attached to the Masjid. His heart is attached to the masjid. So no person or generally 99% of people would not be able to remain for extended periods of time throughout the year in the masjid. Person will be in the masjid, then he'll have to go back to his work, he'll have to go back to see to his needs, whatever the case is, he'll go to his home. So person is not going to be for the bulk of the day in the masjid. But the person whose heart is attached to the masjid, that while he's out also, his heart is in the masjid, he's checking the time. What time is going to be the next salah? When he's going to sleep, what time is salah in the masjid? I'm going to make it in time. He's setting his alarm for salah in the masjid. And when he can, he's in the masjid for more time. He's trying to get there earlier, he's trying to stay a little longer. In order to try and spend a little bit more time, a few more minutes he's trying to spend in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, some nawafil, he's trying to get a little bit earlier so he can spend some time in etikaf, with niyat of nafil etikaf. His heart is in the masjid, and his heart is in the amal of the masjid. So now this is something that now brings him into this great position also. Unfortunately our situation is sometimes the opposite. That while in the masjid also our heart is far away from the masjid. Heart is deep in the dunya somewhere. Heart is sometimes on some sports field. The heart is sometimes, Allah forbid, in some haram. So it needs to be turned around. That the heart must become attached to the masjid. And the they should revolve around the masjid. What time is Fajr? What time is Zuhar? I'm going to be traveling or out for some work. So which masjid I'm going to be performing my Zuhar Salah in? What time is Zuhar there? And likewise, he is programming himself in a way that his heart is in the masjid. Which Salah, what time, where? And try to spend more time in the masjid. So this is not an ordinary thing. A very big thing. Such a major thing that he becomes eligible for this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. رَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّقٌ بِالْمَسْجِدِ then Nabi Islam says, وَرَجُلَانِ تَحَابَّا فِي اللَّهِ اِجْتَمَعَا عَلَيْهِ وَتَفَرَّقَا عَلَيْهِ Those two people who love one another only for Allah Ta'ala. They meet for this purpose, meaning meet on this note, that they meet only because they are meeting on the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. They are meeting for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. And when they leave, they leave on the same muhabbat. May Allah Ta'ala bless us with this. That we've gathered here, we have no other relationship or other purpose. Allah Ta'ala give us ikhlas in what we have come for. And Allah Ta'ala make it such that we become included in this category. That mashallah, we've gathered for Allah alone, Allah Ta'ala make it that we've come here for His pleasure alone and we've come on this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala and we leave on the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. 
for the sake of Allah Ta'ala on that muhabbat for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala so this too is no minor thing it's such a major thing that this person too becomes eligible for this great honor on the day of Qiyamah meeting solely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala and leaving on that same muhabbat so these things are often taken for granted dunya has become a world of self-interest generally this is what dunya is all about that way can I get my own benefit so if my benefit lies in dealing with somebody in a very nice way then I will go out of my way to do it and if I don't really see any benefit in it then well let it be whatever it is it's fine so for that dunya benefit I will do whatever it takes and go out of my way but this is that benefit which is beyond the whole dunya that a person solely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala meeting someone for Allah Ta'ala's pleasure and leaving on that note for that, on that muhabbat for Allah Ta'ala alone in the hadith sharif Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says wajabat mahabbati Allah Ta'ala says hadith qudsi wajabat mahabbati lil mutahabbina fiya wal mutajalisina fiya wal mutazawirina fiya that my mahabba and my love has become wajib my love has become wajib for who? for those two people who love each other solely for my pleasure they have no ulterior motive they have no other objective and no other purpose there isn't any dunya in their heart for that in that meeting there isn't any personal gain and benefit it is purely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala Two people who love one another purely for Allah Ta'ala's pleasure. They sit with one another, they have no other purpose. It is for my pleasure. They visit one another purely for my pleasure. This is no minor thing, very very great thing. Visiting somebody solely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Allah's muhabbat becomes wajib for him. People spend on one another because for the pleasure of Allah alone. Allah loves this so greatly. So this is a very, very great thing. And in this hadith sharif, Nabi Islam says that such people will be given the shade of the arsh on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala bless us with this great bounty. So this was the third, the third category. Rajulun qalbuhu mu'allakun bil masjid. The fourth category was Rajulani tahabba fillah ijtama'a alayhi wa tafarraqa alayhi. Then Nabi Islam says, وَرَجُلٌ دَعَتْهُ إِمْرَأَةٌ دَعَتُ حَسَبٍ وَجَمَالٌ فَقَالَ إِنِّي أَخَافُ اللَّهِ That a person was invited towards haram, towards sin, towards zina by a woman of high lineage and beauty. Meaning there wasn't any, any aspect that becomes an obstacle generally. That this person now is being tempted in such a situation where there isn't outwardly any obstacle, neither from within him or externally. And it's now in a situation where apparently nobody will know anything. And all the obstacles that could have come in the way apparently are out. So now this person is tempted in this way, but what is his response? 
his response is inni akhafullah that I fear Allah I fear Allah therefore he turns away from there he doesn't remain there he will be afforded this very great bounty on the day of Qiyamah he will be under the shade of the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah now this has become more widespread than ever that is happening and beckoning and those temptations are on every device and this is a time to say inni akhafullah when a person is now tempted to press some buttons and tempted to go here there and everywhere and all kinds of sites the situation is nothing much different it's just that it has become digitized so it's not far off from the situation that is described that perhaps existed all the years and ages but it is a different form of it Allah will grant him inshallah that same reward Allah will give him that same honor because this has become the scourge of the time this has become the fitna of the age and this has become shaitan's chief weapon shaitan's chief his hunting weapon to hunt down his prey <coughs> previously to get a person involved in some of these sins Shaitan had to try and convince him how to get to a certain place and how to duck and dive to reach there and how to do this and that and the other and the time and effort that it will take now Shaitan provided it all at the press of a button so Shaitan is super happy with his invention because this has become a super trap the world wide web net the internet these nets have always been used to catch something previously they were laid to catch people caught fish with nets and caught what not prey with nets and now shaitan is using this net the shaitan's net it's a very very dangerous place it's a two-edged sword if it is used correctly it can be very useful but it is an extremely dangerous place that qurbani knife that is used to slaughter that ox how useful it is it does it helps a person to fulfill such a great ibadat perform the qurbani it will help slaughter that ox but does a person give it in the hand of a child Does he allow just any person to just handle that knife in any way? It is unsheathed at the last moment and immediately after use washed and put away out of reach because it is so dangerous because it is super sharp and it can become if it just gets in the wrong hand or somebody misuses it it can become even a take somebody's life so it is so useful and yet so dangerous so it is handled with such care but unfortunately despite this being so dangerous more dangerous than that qurbani knife though it has its useful side to it but is more dangerous than that qurbani knife also and yet it is so easily just in anyone's hand everyone's hand every child's hand every adult's hand anyone and everyone is just casually just say surfing around and just here there and everywhere 
And then a person says, no, but that one ad just popped up and then I don't know what happened and then I just pressed some button and then way I, to where I finished off. And then as a result of this, Allah forbid the person, what he ended up in. Oh, these are the traps of shaitan. We have to become very, very cautious about this. No matter how much is emphasized about the danger and harm of this, this will be still less. We cannot afford to be casual about it. Neither for ourselves, nor for others. This is not a toy. It is not a toy for children to be playing with. And we are most of the time ourselves like children too. Just like that Qurbani knife, we won't give it in the hand of a child. Likewise, this can't be given in the hand of a child. And we are also often just like children in this regard. So we have to make Tawbah from this. And we have to come out of this cycle. As discussed one of the nights, this is a research of Western, scholar, Western researchers. This has started rewiring the mind. In several states of the US, this has been now declared like a mental illness. Watching pornography has become a mental illness. It has been officially declared as such. But it is shaitan's trap meaning the person gets into an addiction so now that's where the mental illness comes now he put himself in that addiction and now this starts taking control of his life and then nothing can remain stable his marriage can't remain stable his dunya can't remain stable and his deen is obviously flawed entire noor of that ibadat is all drained out in that one glance Oh, Sheikh Shaki Mahdasar so often mentioned that incident when they were traveling in Hijaz once, Hazrat Mashaabra and it was a very hot day, it was in the day they were traveling somewhere and they got into the car and as they left off, it was very hot inside. Hazrat asked the driver that why is this car not cooling down? Is the air conditioner not working? He says, No, it's working. He says, well, why is it so hot? So the driver said, maybe somebody's window is open in the back. So they checked and found, yes, one window was open in the back. It probably was a bigger vehicle and one window was left open. So all the cool air that the air conditioner was generating, all this was being lost. As a result, the car was not cooling down. The heat was still being felt. So this is the Ahlullah, that they take a lesson from everything. So when they close that car window and a short while later the car cooled down I was explain to everybody, you see this is a lesson for us Mashallah the air conditioner was doing its job it was bringing in the cool air but because the window was left open the benefit was all being lost so likewise Mashallah the ibadat is performed the salah, the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, the zikr, the dua the sadaqah and the learning and teaching of deen and so many, mashallah, good actions are done. So many sacrifices for deen, etc. All this, mashallah, is done. But, this is all, while all this is generating that coolness for the heart, that noor in the heart, but the windows weren't closed. The window of the eye was left open. The eye was still looking around at haram. And still stealing glances on that device. And the window of the ear wasn't closed. 
they're still listening to evil. Window of the tongue, still talking vulgarity, making rebirth, lying. So these windows weren't closed as a result. Whatever nur is coming into the heart is all just disappearing through these open windows. And at the end of the whole exercise, a person is just as empty in terms of that nur, in terms of that ruhaniyat, in terms of that spirituality, is just as empty as ever. Because what he gained, he lost. The sawab, mashallah, of the amal he did, the sawab will be written for him. But that spiritual benefit, that nur, that strength of the heart that comes through the ibadat, all this just disappeared. Now the month of Ramadan has come to teach us taqwa. Taqwa is about closing these windows. Closing these windows to haram. So that then that nur that is generated by the ibadat is preserved. It's not lost. So this is that very crucial aspect that we have to now take on. That come what may, we are not going to allow ourselves to fall in these evils. Allah Ta'ala keep us safe and protected. We have to turn to Allah Ta'ala, beg His help and be ready to take that pain for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. That in giving up that haram, in turning away the days, when that device is tempting to say inni akhafullah at that time the heart might feel like it's going to break but at that time a person he is ready to accept that his heart will break but he is not ready to break the command of Allah Ta'ala. that if my heart breaks it breaks for Allah Ta'ala. and when it breaks for Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will mend that heart with his muhabbat and when that heart is mended with the mahabbat of Allah Ta'ala, that is when the sweetness of Iman will come. And nazru sahamum min sihami iblisa masmum, man tarakaha makhafati abdaltu biha imanan yajidu halawatahu fi qalbi. When he will give up that haram glance, Allah Ta'ala will grant him the sweetness of Iman which he will experience in his heart. It will be a physical experience. Apart from whatever benefits will come in terms of the sweetness of ibadat, etc. This is a physical experience. So this is what we have to ready ourselves for. And this is what Ramadan came to teach us. MashaAllah, the ibadat, this will be rewarded tremendously. Allah Ta'ala multiplies the rewards of ibadat. But Allah Ta'ala granted Ramadan for taqwa. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ And this is where the taqwa counts now. And this is what counts in everything before or after the Isha Salah, before the Tarawih, that narration of Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala anhu that was discussed, where he says that beware that the lanat, the hearts of the believers don't start cursing you. How this happens? The person yakhlu bi ma'asillah or yakhlu bil ma'asiyah fissir yakhlu bil ma'asiyah fayulqillahul Allah Ta'ala puts then Al-Bughda lahu fi qulubil mu'mineen Allah Ta'ala puts that dislike for him in the hearts of others Now his own family members are feeling very uncomfortable around him Sometimes there's now ongoing problems between somebody in the house some Between spouses, what not is going on and Now everybody is saying but I don't know what's the problem Sometimes we have to check inside The problem is inside here that what is happening, something, Allah forbid some curses are coming 
and nobody realizes where it's coming from too. Where it's coming from is that in public, mashallah, we maintain a certain stature and dignity and stayed away from many many things and presented mashallah a very good picture of piety but then in behind closed doors in privacy then there was another situation Allah Ta'ala save us from this taqwa is whether in privacy whether in public in all conditions wherever you are see Allah Ta'ala adopt taqwa this is what the month of Ramadan came for. That whether in privacy, whether in public, a person is conscious of Allah Ta'ala. And when he is conscious of Allah Ta'ala, especially in that privacy, then Allah Ta'ala puts the mahabba for him in the hearts of people. This too is mentioned in a, one of the asar of the Sahaba Ikram. Allah Ta'ala will put that mahabba for him. In fact, this is derived from the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When Nabi Islam says that when Allah Ta'ala loves somebody, and when will Allah love somebody? When he's obeying Allah Ta'ala. He's obedient to Allah Ta'ala. Allah will love him. In awliya'uhu illa al-muttaqoon. The friends of Allah Ta'ala are the muttaqeen. So if he is avoiding sin, he's staying with taqwa, that has already taken him to the wilayat of Allah Ta'ala. And if he's become the wali of Allah Ta'ala, he's the friend of Allah Ta'ala. And when he's the friend of Allah, Allah will shower his rahmat on him. Allah will love him. Allah Ta'ala calls Jibreel Salatu Wasalam I love so and so, you must love him <coughs> Jibreel Salatu Wasalam then loves him and he announces to all the angels Allah loves so and so, I love him, you must also love him the angels all begin to love him and then that mahabba descends on earth for him now his own household start loving him people around him, they feel comfortable and then the opposite then Allah Ta'ala dislikes somebody why will Allah dislike somebody? Allah got nothing personal with anyone. We have issues with one another on personal issues. And sometimes when there's no issue to it becomes personal. Allah Ta'ala has got nothing personal with anyone. So why will Allah dislike somebody? Because the person is now disobeying Allah Ta'ala, persisting in sin. Especially now, thinking that now I'm in privacy now, nobody's here to see. And forgetting Allah is watching. So Allah dislikes somebody, Allah Ta'ala calls Jibreel Salatu Wasalam, I dislike so and so, you must dislike him also. Jibreel Salatu Wasalam starts disliking him and he announces the same among all the angels. Then the dislike descends for him on earth. Now he, there's all the time some problem or the other with this person and that person and there's no peace within the four walls of the home and there's no peace anywhere. Now there can be many reasons for this. There can be other, issues, other reasons for it as well. But often we have to check inside. That's the first place we have to check. That is this due to my actions? There can be other reasons as well. Sometimes somebody just doesn't have, have hasn't learned basic akhlaq. Hasn't learned how to talk correctly. Doesn't have basic etiquette. So obviously that's going to result in all these problems. And often we have to check in our hearts. That is the problem me? Is the problem within me? Is the problem my actions? So this is the category that Nabi Islam mentions that the person who he rejects this haram offer he rejects this temptation that comes from whichever angle whichever direction 
Inni Allah, I fear Allah. That's his response. Allah Ta'ala will bless him with this tremendously great bounty and ni'mat and honor on the day of Qiyamah that he'll be under the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And then, وَرَجُلٌ تَصَدَّقَ بِصَدَقَةٍ فَأَخْفَاهَا The person gave some sadaqa, he spent in the path of Allah Ta'ala, he spent in some cause of deen, but he did it so secretly, he did it in such a secret manner that the left hand didn't know what the right hand gave. Meaning that this was between him and Allah Ta'ala. He didn't give any slightest indication to anybody also where it came from. Sadaqatu sir. This has a very special effect in removing calamities. The secret sadaqa. And here on, in this hadith sharif, the person who did this in the secret manner, on the day of qiyamah, he will be eligible for the shade of the arsh of Allah. And then Nabi Islam says, وَرَجُلٌ ذَكَرَ اللَّهَ خَالِيًا فَفَادَتْ عَيْنَاهِ person who remembered Allah Ta'ala in solitude and remembered Allah Ta'ala so deeply that his eyes started flowing with tears. This is so beloved to Allah Ta'ala. It's him and his Rabb. And in that muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, in that deep remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, this melted his heart and his eyes began to flow. Allah loves those. Those tears are worth more than the best diamonds on earth. Those tears are worth more than all the diamond mines on earth. And all the treasures of the whole universe. Allah loves this so greatly. That such a person will be afforded this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. That he'll have the honor of being in the shade of the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala. So these are the offers Allah is making to us. That you want to be in the shade of the arsh, now put yourself in. And if a person puts himself into all, subhanallah, what can be said? So this is what we have to try and aspire for, what we have to work for, what we have to make an effort for. This is this very, very short time we have in dunya. Allah knows best how long we are. Before our time comes, let us turn to Allah Ta'ala and the time is now. There's no guarantee for later. We have to turn sincerely to Allah Ta'ala, beg His forgiveness and make that effort to inculcate taqwa, continue with taqwa after Ramadan. This doesn't stop with Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this opportunity of being in the environment of the masjid, of being in Atikaf. But the issue will be what we take and go. What we did, mashallah, was excellent if we did a lot of ibadah, etc. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala accept. But when Atikaf finishes, the issue is not going to be what we did. The issue is going to be what we take along. Obviously the salah that was performed was performed here, that is now here. But are we going to take the importance of salah along? And the next salah time and the salah that comes thereafter and the one that follows it, that will tell. That mashallah, while we were here, we performed our five times salah with jama'ah. But have we taken along the importance of salah? While we were here, mashallah, we were in the house of Allah Ta'ala. We were in the environment of the masjid, so our gaze was guarded. But are we going to take this along? That how we go the masjid, nobody will dare misuse some device, inshallah, especially in Atikaf. So now we're going to take this along. What we didn't do in the masjid, mashallah, very good. But are we going to keep that up after we leave? That is the thing that will now be of crucial importance, and this is what's going to be the 
what's going to be the thing that we need to judge on that how much we took from the etika and likewise all the other aspects that have been discussed over the days and nights Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq that we become the true servants of Allah Ta'ala and at every moment in our life we are trying our utmost to remain under the shade of the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala and never being comfortable for one moment to be we cannot Allah make it such we cannot bear for one moment to be under the shade of the wrath of Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us from that فَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا لِلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِ لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم 
दिल मेरा हो जाए मैदान हो तू ही तू हो तू ही तू हो तू ही तू गैर से बिल्कुल ही उठ जाए नजर तू ही तू आए नजर देखो जिधर और मेरे तन में बजाए आबो गिल दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल नफ्सो शैता दोनों ने मिलकर हाई किया है मुझको तबाह है मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर है मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी पना मुझसा खल में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्फार है यार अब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुनाह अब तो रहे बस्ताद में आखिर विरदे जुबाए मेरे इला अल्लाह 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 अल्ल
انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اللهم انا نسالك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم انا نسالك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم انا نسالك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى رب اغفر وارحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت الاعز الاكرم اللهم الف بين قلوبنا واصلح ذات بيننا واهدنا سبل السلام ونجنا من الظلمات الى النور وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وبارك لنا في اسماعنا وابصارنا وقلوبنا وازواجنا وذرياتنا وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم واجعلنا شاكرين لنعمتك بسمين بها قابليها واتمها علينا اله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving allah اله العالمين يا الله forgive us يا الله forgive all our major and minor sins يا الله الله forgive our families يا الله forgive our friends and relatives يا الله forgive the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam اله العالمين يا الله شو يا مغفرت فونس يا الله شو يا رحمه فونس يا الله اله العالمين يا الله forgive all the shortcomings in this mubarak month يا الله Allah, all the time we wasted ya allah allah whatever wrongs we have done ya allah ilahul alamin that we didn't appreciate the greatness of this month ya allah we didn't appreciate the time in this mubarak month ya allah allah forgive us ya allah forgive us ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah enable us to appreciate the last few moments that are left ya allah enable us to use it correctly ya allah allah accept the i'tikaf that has taken place ya allah accept the salah ya allah accept the fast ya allah accept the tarawih ya allah accept the zikr and dua ya allah accept the tilawat of the quran sharif ya allah accept all the amal that have taken place ya allah accept all the efforts of deen that have taken place ya allah throughout the world the efforts of deen that have taken place ya allah accept it out of your grace and mercy ya allah accept the i'tikaf wherever it has happened in the world ya allah make it a means of hidayat ya allah make it a means of hidayat ya allah ilahul alamin bless us with the wealth of taqwa ya allah bless us with the wealth of taqwa ya allah bless us with the wealth of taqwa ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah don't let us leave empty handed ya allah don't let us leave empty hearted ya allah allah fill our hearts with taqwa ya allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah allah let us not leave in a kihala way that we have taken nothing ya allah allahumma la taruddana khaibin اللهم لا تردنا خاسرين اللهم لا تردنا خاسرين يا رجاء المؤمنين لا تقطع رجاءنا يا رجاء المؤمنين لا تقطع رجاءنا اله العالمين يا الله بي هفله يا الله الله ذات يو بلسس يا الله ذات يو فلو هات يو محبت يا الله ذات يو فلو هات التقوى يا الله اله العالمين يا الله بي نوكي يا دو يا الله الله يو ديكلير وبسائل فلا تنهر Don't change the thing away. Allah, we beg you at your door, ya Allah. And we have to other door, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Allah, surely you won't turn us empty-handed, ya Allah. 
الہ العالمین فل و حاس و محبت یا اللہ فل و حاس و دلو لو یا اللہ و دلو رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم و دلو ہیز مبارک سن ہے اللہ و دلو دین یا اللہ و دلو دی آمان اف دین یا اللہ و دلو دی ایفٹس اف دین یا اللہ اللہ ایکسپٹ اس ان او پروجنی اس قیامت فد ایفٹس اف دین یا اللہ و اخلاص ان عافیت یا اللہ الہ العالمین فل و حاس و تقوی اللہ فل و حاس و تقوی اللہ اللہ Allah, you gave us everything, Ya Allah. You, have prov- you are providing everything for us, Ya Allah. You created us, Ya Allah. You are sustaining us, Ya Allah. You are nourishing us, Ya Allah. You are cherishing us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, yet we went into the hands of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, we left Rahman and we went to shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, you bring us back to you, Ya Allah. Bring us back to you, Ya Allah. Bring us back to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, this Mubarak month is ticking away, Ya Allah. The last few moments are left, Ya Allah. Allah, once we'll be out of this masjid, Ya Allah. We'll be out of the kaf, Ya Allah. Allah, shaitan is going to come running again, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, only with your protection can we be saved, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us steadfast, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on Deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on Iman and Amal, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast, Ya Allah. Allah, 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 keep us steadfast, Ya Allah, from staying away from all haram and sin, Ya Allah. Allah, out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah, in your house you protected us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us at every step, Ya Allah. Protect us at every step, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alami, Ya Allah, let us be forever conscious that you are watching, Ya Allah. Allah, give us the strength to say, Inni Akhafullah. Allah, give us the strength to say, Inni Akhafullah. Allah, put that khashiyat in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the khashiyat in our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from getting washed away by the nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the fitnas are surrounding us, Ya Allah. They are trying to snatch away our iman, Ya Allah. They are trying to snatch away the haya, Ya Allah. They are trying to snatch away the qualities of iman, Ya Allah. They are trying to snatch away the iman of our children, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you save us, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitnas, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min al-fitan. ما ظهر منها وما بطن اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من جميع الفتن ما ظهر منها وما بطن Allah, you protect us from all the fitna and fasad, ya Allah. Allah, you protect us, ya Allah. Protect our progeny through qiyamah, ya Allah. Protect our friends and relatives, ya Allah. Protect the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, those who are plotting and planning against Islam and the Muslims. Allah, you make their plans fail, ya Allah. Make their plans fail, ya Allah. Allah, make their plans fail, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, turn their schemes against them, Ya Allah. Turn their schemes against them, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, give them hidayat, Ya Allah. If hidayat is not decreed for them, Ya Allah, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. 
Allah, our biggest enemy is ourselves, Ya Allah. When we have, Ya Allah, left you and went to our enemies, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove us from our own enmity, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the tawfiq of Ya Allah. Understanding who our friends are, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've made friends with nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us out of this friendship, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us your true friends, Ya Allah. Alamin, give us the tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. In the masjid, Ya Allah. With khushu and khudu, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to be forever in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Enable us, Ya Allah, to talk to you in dua, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, turn our hearts to you, Ya Allah. Turn our hearts to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, our hearts are everywhere else, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, turn it to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, cleanse our hearts out, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts of all the evils, Ya Allah. Remove the pride, the malice, the jealousy, Ya Allah. The love of the ego, the love of dunya, Ya Allah. The miserliness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with compassion and kindness, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the reality of tawazu, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the noble qualities of Iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, all those who are sick, give them shifaya kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, whatever problems, difficulties anybody is experiencing, Allah, out of your grace and mercy, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, those who are Muslim, remove the zulm from them, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, hold back the hands of the zalimeen, Ya Allah. Give them hidayat as well, Ya Allah. If hidayat is not decreed for them, Ya Allah, remove them from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, those who are in debt, make their debt get paid out with afiyat, Ya Allah. With ease, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant every khair, Ya Allah. Grant every barakat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from haram and doubtful things, Ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Those who are in any kind of anxiety, depression, worry, Ilahul Alameen, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with sukoon, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with itminan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, unite the hearts for your pleasure, Ya Allah. Make us among the mutahabin of fear. Ilahul Alameen, who you have declared that those who love each other for you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us among them, Ya Allah. Allah bless us with the shade of your arsh the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Allah bless us with the shade of your arsh the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us a great honor on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us the taqwa, Ya Allah. You grant us every khair and barakat, Ya Allah. Save us from every evil and vice, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all the efforts of deen taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of hidayat far and wide, Ya Allah. Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa ja'alna sababan liman ihtada. Allahumma hadinna sa jami'a. Allahumma hadinna sa jami'a. Allahumma hadinna sa jami'a. Allahumma ja'alna hudatan muhtadeen. Allahumma ja'alna hudatan muhtadeen. Ghayra dhalleen. ولا مضلين اللهم زينا بزينة الإيمان وجعلنا هداة مهتدين غير ضالين ولا مضلين إله العالمين يا الله and all those who asked us to make dua for them all who have raised their hands to this dua إله العالمين يا الله and you fulfill each one's dire needs يا الله fulfill each one's pious aspirations يا الله remove each one's difficulties and hardships يا الله إله العالمين يا الله you grant each one عافيت دين الدنيا يا الله عافيت دين الدنيا يا الله عافيت دين الدنيا يا الله Allah, don't press the trials and tests, Ya Allah. Allah, we are too weak, Ya Allah. We are not capable of trials and tests, Ya Allah. 
اللہ بگ فو آفیت اللہ اللہ بگ فو آفیت اللہ غیر ان آفیت کا اوسا اولی اللہ اللہ العالمین جو آفیت اللہ جو بلسس ود یو آفیت اللہ اللہ العالمین جی اللہ اللہ ان دیز مبارک مومنٹس اللہ وٹ ایور یور پائیس سرونٹس ہیو آسٹ فار اللہ بلس اس ایز ویل اللہ وٹ دی ساٹ ریفیوج فرام اللہ گرانٹ اس ریفیوج ایز ویل اللہ اللہ وٹ ایور وی ہیو آسٹ فار اللہ بلس اس آؤٹ آف یور گریس اینڈ مرسی اللہ وٹ وی شوڈ ہیو بین آسکنگ فار ڈی ناٹ آسک اللہ وداؤٹ ایون آسکنگ گرانٹ ٹو اس اللہ اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا تقبل منا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله واصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب